Welcome to the Stone Industry Podcast. Whether you're an experienced agent, new to the industry, a property manager or principal, join us in conversations with fellow industry peers. Stone Industry Conversations will bring you content to inspire and inform you on your journey in real estate. Welcome everyone. Welcome again to the Stone Industry Podcast. My name's Peter Mumford. Today, we're talking to Dick Carlson. Dick Carlson is the founder of Diacrete. Today, Dick is sitting in Sweden and we're chatting live with Dick about some of the amazing marketing products and what Diacrete do and also get their take on what's happening globally because there are over four different markets around the world. We've been proud to be associated with Diacrete and Dick since we started our business about five years ago. It's allowed us to be at the cutting edge with technology it's allowed us to adapt in the current market and have everything online very, very quickly because we're already there. Um, Deercrete is a brand, I would say, that they're, they're leading brand globally providing digital content to the real estate industry. Now, Dick, welcome to the show. What does all that mean? <laughs> Thank you, Pete. And, and for everybody listening, we are eight time zones apart. So if the audio is cracking up, we'll blame internet for that so thanks for having me um yeah so just two seconds on on, on us on on Diacrit. uh swedish brand uh, had the privilege to start in in, in 2001 uh, basically first of september a few days before 9 11 uh, had that as the start of the business uh, of course like everybody else that has been in this industry for a while like you pete uh, saw the gfc and now we have this coronavirus affecting the world so I'm happy to be on the show today and to, to, to share the insights of uh, not just uh, Australia, what we see throughout Australia, but in New Zealand, Northern Europe, and the US, and, and all the effects that we see on the 2000 uh, real estate brands that we have the privilege of, of working with uh, throughout the world. So, so, Dick, before we jump into maybe what's happening in certain markets around the world, can you talk through some a bit about your business so listeners can understand the size yep. of your business? And maybe we were just chatting before offline how um, you evolved your business and got it ready in February and how you had to move your whole team of, I think, 500-plus people to ready to work from home. Do you want to and give a bit of background of all the products you sort of do as well? Thanks. Yes. Yeah, so we, we started in 2001 in, in Sweden and always been uh, at the heart of, of a real estate transaction between agent, vendor, and buyers. So at its core, uh, the digital content that you will look at when you actually want to buy the property or at the vendor want to sell it. Of course, photography, floor plans, and, and, and the regular product. But over time, we've developed and, and patented a line of interactive solutions that truly engage the user on that journey of, of potentially buying a property. It could be interactive virtual tours, it could be kitchen configurators, could be furnishing tools, it could be, of course, drones and, and all the similarities. But today, we, we sit on the biggest network of photographers globally, and we have around a thousand staff. So Northern Europe, home market for us being from Sweden, Came into Australia in 2016, went over to New Zealand in 2018, have been in the US since 2009, and again, privileged to work with 2,000 real estate brands around the world, roughly 15,000 agents uh, going through our systems every day, 
and helping to put roughly 250,000 properties to market through leading brands like like the Stone Network in 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 Sydney and throughout Australia. So we uh, to your question, Peter, we have they had office in Bangkok. Uh, we got 500 staff there, and and again the photographers and the local uh, staff around the world, so another 500. So mid Feb. We took the decision early on before the corona COVID-19 really struck. We took the decision to really start planning for the worst. So we were sitting with 500 staff in Bangkok and we had 320 people of those were in production, meaning producing the digital content. And they were sitting inside our office behind the firewalls and with extreme security measures, rendering farms, etc. So we took the decision that, hey, we got four weeks to develop solutions to make everybody potentially to work from home because uh, we were anticipating a lockdown in Bangkok and we were anticipating that this would affect the working environment for all of us. So the things that we had planned to do in 24 months, we basically in, in four weeks uh, managed to recode the production system, the security uh, solutions and allowing all our staff the 320 production and all our customer solution, uh, the back office, the HR, the marketing and everything to work from home. So 23rd of March, actually, exactly one month from to, from today, previously, uh, everybody, 100% of the equipment around the globe was working from home, which was an instrumental project. Yeah, amazing effort. But prepared us for amazing effort and prepared us for the, uh, the challenges now and the unique environments that we see in all our markets, including for UP and Stone and, and everybody else of our clients. And I think that's uh, really important for anyone that whatever supplier you're using in the digital space, it, it, you, you want to make sure that you've got companies mm-hmm. behind you with a scale and width that can do this, that can jump on and see what's coming on. Because mm-hmm. obviously as real estate agents and officers, we don't create everything ourselves and we all work with various suppliers. So that's a really important thing to take away from when people listen to that, DK, how you evolved your company. What, what are you um, seeing at the moment? I think mentioned here you've got six markets across the world you operate in. Um, and I said four before, so correct me. <laughs> um, tell us what are you seeing that's changing and what effects are happening in different situations, different industries around the globe? So we, we, we have the privilege, and for, for you that are listening in, in Australia or in other markets, uh, when we look globally, there is interesting to see, because we've, we've, uh, we've ironed, out and ironed out and done analysis on basically every Western market in the world regarding real estate agencies and, and, and how the transactions are made. So Sweden, Norway, Denmark, Australia, New Zealand are the top five markets in the world when it comes to maturity, when you talk about digital marketing, real estate, professionality, etc. So in the six markets, in the number six being in, in the US, we've seen different scenarios, which is very unique in this COVID-19 environment. So on the far left side, we have New Zealand. Uh, close to home for you guys, which has now been in lockdown four. Uh, they're in their fourth week. Uh, the prime minister has uh, just recently, uh, this Monday, said that from Tuesday 28th, they go down to lockdown three, which is, in my view, basically what you have in Australia. Basically, they are now 
from Tuesday next week allowed to go actually out to actually meet people. They've been in lockdown for meaning that they have not been allowed to meet vendors or buyers or basically do opens at all for four weeks. So that is in the extreme case. And we found some and done some amazing solutions with them, which we're going to come back to. And on the other side of this scale sits Sweden, this country, Northern Europe, where I'm sitting right now. And we are basically an open society. We still have a restaurant open. We have a different mentality and, and view on, on this crisis than any other country in the world. Right or wrong, I can't tell you, but it's a fact. And so all the agents are still trading. They have open uh, open uh, open homes and, and open inspections. And uh, yes, and in between we got Australia, Norway, Denmark, and the US in different aspects of lockdown two or three. Uh, scenarios. So that's the background that we've seen. And yes, we have some uh, some solid aspects of our clients in New Zealand versus Sweden is it's acting, and also of course in in Australia with you, Pete, and, and your network as being one of them. Obviously, you've had to adapt and create a lot of things. And I know when we, well, we're lucky. We were lucky working with you and uh, for, for some time and creating a lot of products with you that to use that we were wasn't too hard to adapt to the changes that when they sort of came down within a day and said no auctions and no open houses. Luckily, we were already doing a lot of virtual tour products. Um, but but what was great was I know you had to adapt, create videos for us, extra marketing so we could educate the consumer and get, get all that out there really quickly. And it was like overnight, you know, the bombshell was dropped and everyone had to change. Um, but I can imagine this would have been hard for a lot of people that didn't have those tools. And, and I can't imagine how it would have been in New Zealand where they couldn't even go and show people. So that you know, what what are you finding that you're seeing with some of the brands, obviously in New Zealand, that they're adapting adapting to you know this current time and what they've had to do with their businesses? Some of the ones that are doing well. Yeah. So this this is a, this is a question I could actually rant about for like hours. So if I would put it in a nutshell, I was talking to Chris Dobby, the the CEO of Barford and Thompson in Auckland. Uh, again, leading brand, having 30% market share in Auckland, 1,700 agents. So I was talking to him on Friday, the 20th of March. Take that date, 20th of March, it's a Friday. They are doing well. New Zealand is trading like 35% year-on-year growth. We're growing with them. And we're talking. I'm talking to him like, hey, we are just securing our own staff. We see risks that, again, markets will shut down. And he's like, no. New Zealand is trading well. We don't see any problems. We are an isolated island. Two days later, Sunday the 22nd, their prime minister goes out and says, New Zealand, you have 48 hours to prepare because on Wednesday 25th, we go into lockdown four. Wow. Can you imagine, Pete? Yeah. Can you imagine? It was hard enough what we like, got hey, to. Like, hey, he... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but I mean, really, from a perspective, he's blue skies, everything is dandy, he's growing 40% from a top line position, everything is happy dandy, and Sunday comes, he's sitting at dinner, and Prime Minister says, you got 48 hours to prepare because we're going hard, we're going lockdown for. So, uh, though the, the Barfoot and everybody in New Zealand had to adapt and change in like rocket speed. So, if we start on that end of the scale, what they did what I know you guys are doing in Australia now that it's in lockdown three, they took a decision directly. Okay, we will not be able to meet clients for 
four weeks minimum. Maybe this goes longer. So four weeks, we cannot operate as we've done, and we have to adapt directly. So, of course, they went into digital auctions directly. They are, as you guys know, to, to auction. They have central auction facilities and, and really good at live auctions. They went into to digital auctions directly. They concluded we cannot do appraisals or we cannot perform open homes, or what you call open inspections. So how do we do that? How do we get 1,700 agents to really adapt to doing inspections from home? So as you have shown and as Barfoot have since 2018, luckily for them, they had adapted to presenting properties completely digitally with a brand new website, digital uh, content from floor plans, to photos, to videos, to virtual tours, to configurators, to all of that that is represented by leading brands like Stone and many more around the world. So that was already in place. Without that, they would not have managed to do this so fast. So in 24, 48 hours, they put together with us a concept to say, how do you do a virtual open inspection? How do you, from your computer, take one client or two or three or five potential buyers through a virtual open inspection. Yeah, it's a great product. So, using uh, in, that. yeah, it's really good. Yeah, but it, it, it's just a new way of thinking again. You basically, for, for them, and I believe what Stone and any leading agent should do say, hey, let's assume that this goes into lockdown four. Let's assume that this will be here for 12 to 18 months and basically plan for the worst. And then if we can still run opens, or I mean, if it's private or if it's actually bigger open inspections, then good. But let's plan for the worst. And how do you build a process and a support system to basically take a potential buyer or buyers through virtual inspections and then run a digital auction? Dick, do you so want that to, is the process. Just to jump yep. in on that, and a lot of people may not understand listening to this what exactly you're talking about. <laughs> on the uh, private inspection with the virtual open. Do you want to just give a how it runs, give a quick idea to people? Yes. So what it means is as an agent in, in front of your computer, if you're using Zoom or Google Hangout or Microsoft Teams, whatever it is, you work with your database and your active buyers and you basically, instead of putting them in your car or again, meeting them up at, at the porch at the property, you invite them into a digital presentation face-to-face, -face, best case in my view, one-to-one, -one, and you basically use the digital assets, again, virtual tours, photos, videos, floor plans, studio and 3D, furnished applications, and you spend 15 to 20 minutes taking them through presenting the property as you would have if you were physically at the property. Correct. I mean, it's amazing. You get so, to, you walk the client through from room to room in the virtual tour, basically. You walk the client through and present the key aspects, the views, and again, the virtual tours as in, in, your, in your product range and for, for our partnership, the photo panorama, the, 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 the active environment where you really walk room from room, 360 view, etc. You take them through that. You look at the floor plan. You might even look at the furnish and renovation tools. You can show them the aspects that they can really rebuild the property and all of that, and you get them really engaged. Best case environment, in my view, is that you can still run private inspections. But instead of running private inspections with 20 people that might be interested, 
which you don't have the time to do in this market, you will do private inspections in the end with the three to five persons that you have pre-qualified through the virtual open inspection. And you take the ones that you know are red hot and want to buy to the private open inspection. I think does the, that make sense? Yes, it does. And I think um, what a lot of people may have or may not be using your products or have other products, but I think it's certainly making the industry having to come forward a few years very quickly. And those that aren't mm. coming forward really need to listen to this. You need to go, what can I do to get my business up to where it is? Because we could be in this lockdown phase for some time. And I think this also brings us to the next sort of question is, Dick, where do you see you know, sort of the industry going from this with now all the social distancing changes could be around for some time. How do you think it's going to change a bit of the real estate um, and what the consumer expects from when they're looking at someone's property online? It's a very good question, Pete. Uh, If I would frame that, if I was an agent today, if I was running my own brand as an agent and an agency, I would focus on the mentality of the society right now. We're doing social distancing. In my view, actually, we're doing physical distancing. I think a good agent is very, very socially skilled. You, I, I don't really like the world, sorry, word social distancing. We are now doing physical distancing because there's a virus that will spread if we're too close to one another. But social distancing, in my view, that is not what an agent are doing right now an agent needs to feel like okay hey a potential buyer might feel intimidated by being in big environments of crowds or all of that and a vendor might not like to have 50 people going through their property right now because again there is an environment of a virus and all of that so i would take the mentality on again what is the environment of the society saying they say physical distancing and from that perspective i believe as we've done that did when we just got all of our staff working from home, production and all of that, I would plan for the worst, meaning that this will be there for 12, 18, 24 months. And 12, 18, 24 months, that is longer than any of us have ever experienced for GFC, 9-11, any dramatic change in, in the industry or the society. It hasn't lasted that long. So it will totally pivot how we perceive not just real estate, but social interaction. So if you don't think that a client, meaning a vendor and a buyer, will expect and demand something differently in two weeks or two months or six months or 12 months, you will not be operating in this industry in six months. I think that's very That is my 100% belief. I think we have to, and, and, and even I look at our business, and, and as again, I say again, we were very lucky partnering with you in the early days. So we were ready for this. Um, we still, and I know we talked to you, we're always looking at what else we can do, what's our next step. You know, sometimes it's simple communication, like us starting our podcast in the middle of all of this, um, helps helps from a brand perspective. We have a channel that we talk to our consumers on our webpage now, which is everything to doing, buying and selling property for the consumer. Um, we've got to all start to find other ways to communicate um, I know across our network we're, we're doing a lot of Zoom calls, getting everyone on. It's a bit like the Brady Bunch when you saw the faces come on. But mm. but as a network, everyone's loving it. And in some ways we've actually, we've learned to adapt to be closer by all the more connections than uh, when yeah. we can't physically from a franchise level go out and visit people. Um, 
So it, it's interesting how times are changing, and I'm just wondering on that as well, maybe one more question. Um, Dick, I guess what recommendations would you give an agent or a director or a brand like us um, in these current times? I would think of two recommendations. And I don't want to sound like a fear monger because that's the last thing I am. But as a business owner and, again, running a global business, I would plan for the worst and hope for the best. That means that I would revisit every aspect of my process, how I interact with clients being vendors and buyers of today. I would adapt to being more on on the social connections, working with my database, going digital in all aspects. If you can still do physical components of that process, good. Again, physical contacts will always be important, but I would plan for going digital in all aspects of the process from A to Z. And then again, if the environment and the government still allows you to do physical contacts through that, good. But I would plan for the worst. And I would go digital, digital, digital. And I would really value, say, from if you have DPA or if you don't have DPA, what are you spending your time and your marketing on now in six months and in 12 months? And you really have to think outside the box. And as a business owner, yeah, as a business owner like you, Pete, which you already have, you have a brilliant website. You've understood your branding potential on your website. So you are ready. You have a solid website, lead traffic to that, work with your database, do virtual inspections, and again, pre-qualify them. And as long as the society remains open so you can do private inspections, do that. But you need to be very cautious of your time. You lead people to the property that you really feel are red hot. If there's one, two, three, four, or five, good. But since you can't do open inspections like open, and you will probably not ever be able to do that from society's expectation that I actually don't want 50 people coming through my property and uh, in six, 12 months, this is the new norm. So I would say plan for the worst, think through every step of the process and really think about what can I do digitally and efficiently in front of my computer or on the phone to really um, connect. Because I would, again, I wouldn't call it social distancing. I would call it physical distancing. But now more than ever, the social component of being a good agent is more relevant than ever. Zeke, I'd like to thank you for today. Some really good insights, of course. And um, appreciate your time from Sweden. No Uh, worries. And hopefully we can have another chat to you in the future um, about what's still going on around the world. And maybe share other changes that you're seeing or other leading brands are doing out there because it's great for people to hear that and can adapt. Um, can, I, can, I, yes. can, can I ask, can I, can I, can I find, from, from, with one question to you, Pete, I mean, in, in your environment now, we're like six weeks in and how are you trading in this new environment? And I mean, of course, I got some insight from, from, from um, your, your uh, offices, but I would love to hear you. How are you trading and, and what, 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 what is the communication in, in, in the office? Well, it's been interesting, I think, a bit like New Zealand. You know, I think I was driving back at the time from Threadbow taking the kids to mountain biking and, of course, you, you heard on the news that, you know, they're stopping everything and I'll still remember that drive now. <laughs> it's a bit like where were you driving when 9-11 when you heard that. Mm. Um, you know, for us it was like, oh, 
Okay, so <laughs> our world changed and we scrambled to do everything. I think we rolled out online auctions within about four days. Pete and Lou did a phenomenal job getting platforms set up and training all our people. Um, we we engage with you straight away from recreating video training videos to get out to the consumer of how we do panorama and walkthroughs and push that as a product to get more engagement. Um, like I said again, we were lucky because we we're already digital and online, and we were lucky that most of our officers could work remotely with all our products. Um, that said, I think the consumer took a big hit for a few weeks. I think we're just just seeing in the last week a lot more engagement. Like last night, one of our businesses did quite a few auction sales on the online platform. Um, we're adapting. Um, you know, I think, of course, the market will always be glad to go to auctions and stand in there and present, but we're adapting. It's been a tough, very, very tough market. I think anyone that says it hasn't been tough in March is not maybe telling you the truth. <laughs> that, that said, the best agents, the best agents across, across everywhere are still listing a reasonable amount of stock because they need to maintain market presence. Um, they've got to be frank, anyone coming to the market is coming to the market for, mm. a, re- for a reason, definitely. Um, we've also adapted a few things. We're, we've had an online training platform for a couple of years now where a lot of uh, people may not have that. We've been lucky to create that. Pete and Luf did that with us. We're about to roll out our, it's called The Shed, which is a good name really because where all the tools are kept, as they said. But we're doing our Shed Point 2 and we're launching that in two weeks to our network and that's interactive training testing so every office can see what all their staff have done and if they're past that and that'll be for every job in the business. Um, it, it allows us to communicate and why and it's a good time to do it now because people are at home. And so we, we're, mm. looking at, we're looking at, okay, how does this translate into, into spring for us? Can we upskill our people more? Can we give them more? You know, be, they can see this 24-7 on their phone or iPad or whatever and go through whole courses, every step-by-step step if you never run an auction and so on without me rambling on about it. But it, it's something that as businesses, if you don't have a training platform, you need to create one. If you're, mm. if you're repeating the same action every time because your receptionist goes and you've got to sit down as the top agent and tell her how to take the calls, well, that's silly because you're cutting your time. Or if you're running an, an agency with 20 agents, the same sort of thing. You need, you've got to have a process that people can watch and see before they start. And that's what our new, we've been developing over, over a period of time. And, and it just happens that we're very close to rolling it out now as um, this crisis happened. Uh, so I think things yeah. like I think there's some of the things that we're doing to adapt, um, and of course, you know, having more communication with our people as much as we can by running the webinars. Um, we have coffees and case studies. Pete runs uh, Pete Maloof from training across our network. We've started the industry channel um, to share ideas across the network, and with our people, we have an internal podcast channel. Um, so it's funny we've actually been busier. We may not be doing the turnover like we'd all would like, um, but we've been busier working than we've ever been in the last few weeks. Mm. So there's a lot happening. Amazing. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, Dick, look, I wish you all the best and, and uh, thank you for sharing your time um, and keep yourself uh, enjoying over there. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Keep safe and um, keen to catch up soon and, and uh, see you soon. We will chat again soon. Thanks, Dick. Yeah. See you. Bye. Now, everyone, I hope you enjoyed today's podcast with Dick. We will get Dick on the line again probably in a few weeks to give us a bit more of a global update, what's happening out there. Um, we worked, As I said, we work with Deacrete um, for five, nearly five years. Um, it's uh, phenomenal for us. It's helped us grow. Um, and this is the thing. Whatever business in, you've got to be looking at technology for the future. It's one of the things that we're passionate about. We're always looking what can we do better. 
And I think that, that you can't be complacent in business. You've got to go, am I shrinking or am I growing? And if you stand still, you're definitely going to be shrinking because there's someone else who's going to be wanting to cut your grass. That's just business, right? And you've got to be thinking, what else can I do to help my agents learn to grow? What can I do to help like my business more productive? And part of that, you don't have to create it all yourself. And, and, and in these days of technology, you wouldn't ever do that. Um, and that's a whole other story which we can talk about one day. But anyway, thanks everyone for listening. Hope you enjoyed mm-hmm. the podcast and I look forward to you tuning in again in the future. Thank you for joining us on the Stone Real Estate Industry Podcast. To learn more about us, be sure to visit us at stonerealestate.com.au. Now, if you haven't done so already, make sure you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or your favourite podcast player so you don't miss out on any future conversations with industry peers. While you're at it, if you found value in the podcast and the conversations on today's show, we'd appreciate a ratings on iTunes or simply make sure you tell a friend about the conversation we had. Be sure to join us on our next episode with more information to inform and inspire you. Bye for now.